Teen Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please turn in every single Tuesday. This is a whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Artists, musicians, if you've got talent and you're a kid, we want to hear about it. And all those people in business that support those amazingly talented artists, kids, athletes, and so on. In the house today, I'm just going to let everybody introduce themselves. We're going to start in the first uh, first position. The first <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what position. Wow. First, I don't know if I've ever base. been in the first, first position. <laughs> in the first base. Oh, my God. I don't know where that came from. And first base. And first I mean, those base. are all places I love to go. Basement. I don't know. Okay. okay. I'm Angela Miller-Bevin. Karim from Access. All right, whoa, we're doing that. Third base. Emily from Find Your Song. Yeah, all right. Ed, you're going to be my shortstop? Ed Langlo, shortstop. <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh, and then we got somebody to cover the whole outfield, left, right, center. There's only one person that can do that, and that is? Heather Bond. Yeah, okay, we got to have a pitcher, all right? There's only one person. She throws the mic. We got a pitcher of today's game is? Dominique Hackett. Oh, there you go. Dominique Hackett. <laughs> Woo! Got to throw it to somebody, and I've caught, you know, and collared, so I'll, I'll take that ball. Of course, there is no, but who's doing the lights tonight? Everybody. Dr. Ri- D. Dr. D. Richard Dugan. Woo! All right. Well, in the spirit of the holidays, December 17th, Tuesday morning. Everybody had their coffee, I see. Um, what is this going to be about? We're going to start off with the American Heart Association. <laughs> sure. It's about living healthy and figuring out how to get through the holidays without any stress and by eating heart healthy, which I know you all did because what are we on our last week of holiday parties coming up this yeah. week? Yeah. Today is Chevette's birthday. Happy birthday, Chevette. Um, and yeah, that's what we're all about right now. So is everyone eating healthy? Yes. Heart healthy. Eating heart healthy. You can put that on your refrigerator. There you go. You want a New Year's resolution? There you go. Heart healthy. Everyone tell me one heart healthy thing that they did this past weekend. I I passed on the cake. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone else? Dominic took the fork out of my hand, so I passed on the cake, too. (laughs) I did a beautiful long bike ride along UCSB, and gosh, it was gorgeous. It was amazing. So I'm thinking that was pretty healthy for me. Outdoors is a great place to be for us right now. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. Sitting time by myself on the rocks. There you go. Nice work. Oh, I was in the gym last night doing bench presses. So that's good. Looking back. You get your sexy back. Yeah. I bet there's all kinds of things you can find at Access in your Access book that says. Yeah, you can go paddleboarding or kayaking. I went for a run in a new spot on Ventura Beach. Nice. And and I bought a wetsuit for my son from the beach house, and I used my Access card. And it was Awesome! Nice. <laughs> nice. I think I think my savings paid for my access easily. Book. Easily. There you go. So, so uh, tell me, heart healthy eating includes fish, right? Wild caught fish. Yes, fish is heart healthy. Um, basically, it's all in moderation, is what we we tell everyone. But you know, it's eating lots of fruits and vegetables, eating your fish, um, exercising, and staying away from the most horrible thing that you can do to your body and that's smoking Mm -hmm. so and the second most horrible thing is stressing out Mm -hmm. so if you can incorporate all those 
Yeah, that's really huge because there's a lot of stress that can come with the season. But when we just kind of chill out, we take some deep breaths and we go, well, what's really important during this time of year to not stress, right? Keep it simple. Yeah, I tell my kids, you know, it's like you start to see them getting anxious and anxiety ridden. The old famous count. Take a couple deep breaths. Go count down, man. Take it easy. (laughs) You know, I have an app on my iPhone watch that watches my heart rate and my blood pressure. And when it when my heart rate or blood pressure go up above my norm, my phone taps me and it says take a deep breath. And there's even an app that I could open and actually do a guided breathing meditation. And Dominique is actually something one of the people that I work with in the community because she is one of our survivors. So she's a I have survived two heart attacks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the, it's all around you. The statistics, it's the number one killer oh, yeah. is cardiovascular disease. And it's not just happening to adults, it's happening to children. So we are teaching, at, we're actively teaching CPR in the schools right now because it's so important. We have kids in high school that are athletes and they're dropping from cardiac arrest. And, you know, they're being saved because the person next to them knew CPR. So. It is so critical. If you want to give a gift to the community, go learn CPR. Mm. That is a beautiful yeah. gift to give. And we actually just finished up. We've been doing these CPR in the community events, and we'll be doing some in uh, the new year. Um, it's CPR in the community. It teaches hands-only CPR. And on Halloween, on Ghost Village Road, we taught over 300 kids how to do hands-only CPR, mm, which nice. was amazing to watch. <laughs> it was amazing. And people didn't believe me that it would work they were like those kids want candy you should see the video you can go to facebook and see the videos of these kids they were loving it they had the best time they were getting down there learning how to do hands-only cpr well, so do you use a, a dummy for them to practice on how do you teach them we do we have um amr um, comes out and they they have a lot of students that are learning how to be paramedics so this is part of their training their range. and they have the dolls that they bring out and teach the kids and they're They've turned it into like they have a cornhole game. They make it fun to teach them how to remember. You learn the song "Staying Alive" <laughs> if you're older. Mnemon- called mnemonic. And yeah, you learn the song "Staying Alive." But because of the younger generation, we had Laguna Blanca School. They um, they took they took the um, what they're supposed to do and changed the music up. So now they have all these new songs that I've a, never even heard before song that in the my kids life. Will remember. Yeah, it's songs that people yeah. will remember. But it's well, for the younger yeah. generation. Nice. Because they were saying, some of the kids were like, what is staying alive? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the problem that. with our You're ages. You're like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what's going on. That's so fantastic. I mean, think of it. As a kid, I first learned when I was 16. That's when I first learned CPR. And I was so proud of it because I now felt empowered. Yeah. That I could do something yeah. if someone was in danger. Yeah. I learned how to rescue a tr- choking victim. I learned how to do the Heimlich maneuver. And then it's I also so important CPR. because if you think about it, we had a young uh, man. We've talked about him before, Ben at San Marcos, and he went down cardiac arrest. And it, even though the paramedics were 
the fire station is not that far from San Marcos. It still took them three to four minutes to get there because of just, you have traffic. to transport. <laughs> it's traffic. Has anyone been over there? Yeah. And by the time they got there, they had two people on site doing CPR on them, and they said they brought him back five times. Mm. So saved his life. He's wow. now going to college and is, you know, still playing sports and doing great. Good. Um, I was thinking, too, these power drinks. You know how some of these kids mm-hmm. drink these power mm-hmm. drinks? Heard that they're really not good for your heart. And they're so loaded with caffeine along sure. with the other epidemic that we're facing in Santa Barbara and all over the nation is um, the vaping, kids vaping. Mm-hmm. So um, those drinks and the vaping, horrible things. Those, yeah. those jewel packets, yeah. supposedly the little cartridges have a whole pack of cigarettes, nicotine. Um, the amount of nicotine that's in a whole pack of cigarettes is in one cartridge. Yeah. And yeah. it's yeah. one in four kids are now vaping. Wow. So it is an epidemic and it's something that we're up against. And mm-hmm. But it goes along with the, the fight against the power drinks. These, these drinks that are loaded with caffeine and they have all the cool pictures on them just like the vaping has all the cool flavors and they're trying they're they're marketing to these kids yeah. and it's horrible and yeah. so if you're listening don't vape and don't drink the drinks yeah. <laughs> trust me on this why do kids need caffeine yeah exactly yeah. natural energy right. they already have it well I was just going to say also um, we did a segment on the sports drinks one time and it's probably a good time to redo it again because okay. it is and, and, and I was going to say earlier we should definitely Definitely be having our kids learning CPR in school. When I was with the fire department, I, I tell I can't tell you how many times I would end up on a scene and a child would be there with the parent. And what it, are they going to do? Yeah, and, and there are a lot. When you think about it, a couple things is that you know you have the the caregivers or the people that are staying home with these kids. The kids are going to be the one that is going to save their lives. Exactly. And I always say. If you have an if you have an option, do you want someone sitting next to you that knows CPR or doesn't know CPR when you fall? I'm all. I personally want someone that and knows it. If they are, um, if they're trained, even if they're not confident, and they're like, well, I don't know exactly, but it's it's better to do it, right? Because they're they're protected, right? Right. Is and that- the kids, all, the one of the questions the kids always say is, well, what if we hurt them? What if we break a rib? Let me tell yeah. you something. A broken rib is yeah. a lot better, and there are laws that protect mm-hmm. people against when right. you give CPR. Exactly. If you break a rib, that yeah. that person can't come back and sue you or do yeah, anything exactly. to you. So, so it's you need it. to know that it's the. It's the best thing you can learn. And we are currently um, in the schools, actually, at the high schools doing CPR. Yeah. Okay. So they are too. all learning. They are all learning it, and and it's great because hands only means that they don't have to put their mouths on other people's mm-hmm. mouths, which yeah. is something that's always been a concern. Yeah, this is something new. So if you learned CPR way back uh, 30, 40 years ago, mm-hmm. you need to relearn because yeah. they have some and very... And it takes minutes yeah, to learn. Yeah. Very really interesting, does. interesting things. It's actually safer to help somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we actually had oh, eight, nine years ago, I don't know if you remember, Dr. D, when we had Tommy Igen and we had the gentleman that actually had the... And we had a, a class... On the show oh, cool. on, oh, on CPR cool. was really good. Yeah, uh, it was really it was great. Important. It was a great experience. So yeah. we can always bring the dolls in again. Let's we like yeah. 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 why not? Let's do, Let's do it. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Heather, Let's do I'm it. gonna at your yeah. job. Next time you come out, bring your dummy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of those. <laughs> no, no. I know one or two. <laughs> no more dummies in my life. <laughs> Let's take a little break. We've got a big show today, folks. Erica Salda, the Queenie Team, will be back with more after these messages. <laughs> 
This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Saldo, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. All right, Emily Yurchison, finding... I found my song this last week. <laughs> I just want you to know. I didn't know I lost it. But because I met you, I know I, I think I'm missing something. And I was like, oh, I would play just more so music since I know you than yeah. ever before. Yeah. Um, you brought in a guest today. I did. And I'm yeah. super excited about this guest. And in fact, we just met a couple weeks ago. I think it was last week. Yeah, last week. Uh, yeah it was just last week. So... Do you want me to introduce? Yes. Okay. Sure. So, um, so Karim, I um, just graduated from the Women's Economic Ventures class, a uh, business class, and amazing program, by the way, for small businesses to grow. Incredible. And he was a guest speaker, our very last guest speaker, and he told this incredibly inspiring, empowering story of how he started the Access Card. And I thought that it would be so cool to hear not only for the small businesses but also for these kids because he was so persistent and he just didn't give up. And I loved that. So I, I ran out afterwards and I said, will you please come in and be on the Teen Sport Radio Show? Yeah. And That's he said, crazy. yes. So, so anyway, let me give a few, uh, just give a, a short intro. He started the Access in 1999 after graduating from UCSB with little money and no business experience. Let me repeat that. <laughs> little money and no business experience. Today, the company employs 23 people, has launched in other markets, and has raised nearly $3.4 million for local schools and nonprofits. I think we should give them a hand for that, right? That's pretty amazing. But we give a hand to the whole community because the community buying the That's really what it is. It's a community effort. We just put it out there and... You yeah, so yes. Take it away, Krim. <laughs> so, well, it depends on how long you want me to talk. We got a few hours, right? <laughs> so, we got to put these kids to sleep. We're going to be making money. <laughs> we like inspire us. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. I always like telling my story. I'll keep it short, but um, like Emily said, I, I went to UCSB and started Access right after UCSB. Um, I had no business experience, and we had very little money. I had a partner at the time, but we blew through the money we had. Um, sales were not met, and expenses were high because we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> we had fa- both failed economics at UCSB <laughs> twice, and that was pass, no pass. So, sorry, kids. <laughs> sorry, parents. Um, we really didn't know what we were doing, but we were talking earlier, and, and the main thing that um, I like to talk about, especially with younger folks who are either about to go to college or embarking on a sports career or just not sure what they're going to do, it's whatever you're going to do give it your all and stick with it because people are going to knock you down they're going to say no there's going to be naysayers that you know don't believe in you or your idea that you're good enough and the only person who really knows that is you so I got told no and Angela here to my right has known me for many years <laughs> her old boss used to say no to me <laughs> you know? um, all the time, and every no was like, "All right, well, I don't take it personal. I'm, I'm so not I'm going anywhere." To it, yes, that's yeah, how I see. Exactly. Yeah. So, and now, thank God that I was perseverant because now, you know, that what we do for this community and what I built for myself, and the people we employ, and the money we raise for schools, and it, uh, it's much bigger than I thought it could be. So I'm glad I did. It's also really cool if you're listening out there and you're younger than 20 that you even know what Access is because you've been selling it, right? Wasn't always that way. 
<laughs> hey, I I love access, but I have to say it's something that you just said, and my boss did turn him down. And um, <laughs> but you know, we were just talking about this with my own children. Is that you know, business? There's things that are going to happen in business, and it's not personal. So you yeah. need you need to have that perseverance, yeah. not take it personal. Someone tells you no. That's just that That's just huge. means you need to come at it a different angle. Exactly. And if you believe in yourself, you keep going. So. Yeah, you keep yeah. going, and you're gonna mess up. Doesn't matter if you're trying to be a ballet star or quarterback yeah. or track star. You're gonna mess up, and you're gonna have failures. But that's normal. That's okay. You know, you got to just keep going. If we could just realize we are all like uh, a sculpture. We're trying to find ourselves. So you got to chip off the marble yeah. to find that image inside. Oh, and so a no is a chip. That's yeah. right. Hey, great. It's That's revealing right. the real me. Keep yeah. on, keep on. Yeah, yeah nobody's exactly. perfect either. Yeah. You know, keep chipping away. And what you look like today is going to change tomorrow. Yeah. Well, and it also just shows that you're out there doing it. Doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about these nonprofits and this all this? This is a lot of money that you've raised. How did because you said you started with the Boys and Girls Club, like you would go around different days on different nonprofits yeah, so. that you would <laughs> wear different hats. Talk about getting your butt kicked. So <laughs> nobody knew of this thing and we couldn't sell it anywhere. So we partnered with the Boys and Girls Club and um, the Special Olympics. And so after work every day, we switched days. Today would be the Special Olympics. Tomorrow would be Boys and Girls. We'd wear their polo and me and my partner would literally go door to door, house to house, trying to sell this thing. And we were giving half to the nonprofit. They didn't know who we were. We were just a volunteer. And people would <laughs> say, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Why is the Boys and Girls Club even supporting this? Like, I even knocked on a client's door and he couldn't see me through the screen. Right? I mean, he could. See, he just couldn't see my face. And he's like, I'm in that. I, I won't say who it was. Because I'm, I'm, I'm an advertiser. I know Kareem. My name's Kareem. But I was like, all right. Kareem Abdul! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just so horrified. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to see my face, right? And so you know, he said no, and he didn't want to buy one, and we left and whatever. But <laughs> it was really embarrassing, very humbling. But man, it, it also taught us a lot about perseverance. It's not what I wanted to do at the end of my day, was go knock on doors and try to pitch my product and get told no by every single door. <laughs> we probably would each sell maybe three per night, right? Wow. Uh, yeah. But we stuck it out. And then we went to schools. And we tried to get them to fundraise, but we didn't know what we were doing. I pitched Mr. Ortiz at La Colina for almost six years. <laughs> <laughs> right? Finally. And I would go to the school district's uh, meetings at Anacapa. It's like once a week or once a month. And I'm a young man at 7.30 on Thursday night. I have other interests where I'd rather be doing. <laughs> and there I am waiting throughout the meeting for it to end in public comment. And I'd stand up and I'd introduce myself and say what it is and why any of you school administrators or whatever could fundraise with me. And it was a no. And then what, next month I'd be there again. Wow. Finally, Mr. Ortiz pulled me aside and said, Call me, we'll talk. The next year we did it. It went very well. And the next year the Hope District did it. Then Galita, then school by school. And it was really wow. Mr. Ortiz because he's a really good leader. He took the risk on me. Awesome. Other people saw it work. And then all of a sudden I had he's five retired schools. Now, right? He just retired. I was just yeah. say, he's been there a while. Wow. He's there a long time. He's one of my teachers. Yeah. He's a lifetime member. <laughs> so I own one. He's being honest too. This is the total truth. I mean, I have known him for years, and but it's it, a lot of what he's saying. And like I said, we all had those moments. Like we have people tell us that we're successful and we're doing so well in this world in this business, but 
we were hitting the pavement and mm-hmm. fighting for what we believed mm-hmm. in. And if you fight for what mm-hmm. you believe in, I'll Absolutely. tell you something. It will happen. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he's a great story because yeah. I watched him from <laughs> 1999. <laughs> 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 and, it, and to see him now, and I've sat on PTAs, and, I, and I've participated in it from a lot of different, as an advertiser, as a PTA, as and from all aspects to watch it grow into what it is now is so impressive. How'd so congratulations. This idea. I mean, it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I am so smart. I copied somebody. <laughs> so, yeah. Literally, I grew up selling it like people are selling it here. Like kids sell it here. Um, up in the Bay Area, it was called Express. And so when I graduated UCSB, I didn't want to leave Santa Barbara. And we looked at that concept and was bartending. And I figured I could do this on the side. And nice. <laughs> you know, Brilliant. But yeah, we copied another successful program. Up Excellent. North, so. that's, that's, called, awesome. that's called Why Reinvent the Wheel. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's, yeah. right. that's right. Very smart. Yeah, Very so. smart. And I bet you they're learning things from you now. You know, he is retired. The gentleman who had that, he's now a mentor and a paid consultant. Nice. So, so great. Yeah, it's really cool. So, Dominique, you were saying something um, earlier about transformation yes. and a butterfly. Do you Can you share that? Because I think this applies yeah. in this so, context. Frequently, when we attempt things in life, we feel like we're dying. I mean, when you get the no, you feel like you've died, right? So there is a lot of poetry. There's Sufi poetry. There's lots of different poets have said something similar. When the caterpillar becomes, it enters the chrysalis and then comes out as a butterfly, when were you ever less from dying? So even when you lose it all, the perseverance and the keep on going when you rebirth yourself you are even better than you were before so it is a scary process to our ego it's like oh dying death that's it but to us that eternal part of us is the same person that was there when we were a kid and is the same person that's going to be there when we're 80 90 150 that part of us dies over and over again (sighs) thank you i really don't want to be 150 So I have told my kids, well, when someone asks my age, I tell them I'm 17. (laughs) And um, and I say that everyone uh, who is older is youthing. We are not getting old. We are youthing. I like that. And I tell my kids I'm going to be around until I'm 150 because I feel like every person who knows how to love through difficult moments, love through those transitions, that's what our planet needs. It needs every one of us to be people of love. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Deep thoughts. I think we need to take a break. (laughs) I need a tissue. Uh, We'll be back with more after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Well, we finally have back in the house Heather Bond. This woman is just always busy. Uh, finally, she came off the mountain, and we. I we never got to hear because you had quite this year 2019 unlike uh, 2019 for a lot of people has been amazing. <laughs> I loved hearing wonderful 2019 stories. Okay, it just inspires me. So why don't you uh, tell us what's been going on with you okay. this last year? Well, it has been a very inspiring year. Um, the most exciting thing was I was selected for um, this logistics team down in Fiji for. 
the world's toughest race, the Eco Challenge, which I used to race. I did it for about a decade. I did adventure racing. But I got on um, as one of six people for the logistics team. And it was down in Fiji. It was for about a month. So it's a 500-mile course, and it's a 12-day race. And uh, it, it was it was just incredible. It was the best of the best in the field. I was one of the six in charge of 66 teams from 32 countries around the world. And it's going to be a 10-part documentary series on Amazon Prime coming in 2020, spring of 2020. So it was it was unbelievable. Is uh, you know, forty-five million dollar budget. It was just awesome, and so good on the resume. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so that that was that was that, and um, and are you allowed to talk about the you know uh, no, book? Uh, now? Oh well, uh, yeah, a little bit. Yes, just, um, sh- nobody knows. Mm, nobody yo, hears. Nobody <laughs> listens. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. This is top secret stuff. Uh, I I will say the the book is finished. It is complete. I I have it out to two different people right now. Um, I I almost feel like I put it on the back burner a little bit because what I'm doing with my other with my business and I'm just going international with my business and so lots of ex. The book is called Athena Rising. It's a memoir on my. This woman was incarcerated. <laughs> Let's just go a couple of minutes about the incarceration wow. in India. Okay? Oh, wow. That's it. And the governor got her out. It's a great story. Wow. It's going to be yeah. it's going to be a movie. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's so, this is her. So you know her now. So <laughs> I know I know I know of your situation because yeah. of other, other other people, people that know that are friends of my husband's. Ah, okay. So when the story happened, it was like, oh my. Yes. God. So it was, it was, it was uh, about, I think, 11 years ago. I had to see how old my daughter was. Yes, <laughs> It was about so them. It I was about, about your daughter. Eleven You're years big. ago, <laughs> and um, it was it was just one of those freak things, but something that really needed to happen in the long run because the story is amazing. And my mom and I got put in prison. We were there for a little over three months, and um, uh, it, it's an incredible story. It really it's an incredible, inspiring story. But that's not just all the book. The book is a memoir, but it is based and re. It, it shoots out from my injury from I broke my back with the fire department with LA City. So that's why I went to India to really rediscover who I am, wow. really, the deeper bits, wow. <laughs> not just the physical. I can't wait to <laughs> read that book because shadow. that's an amazing story. I found story. my shadow. She yeah. found my shadow. shadow is really key, yeah. Yeah. yeah, to integrate it into the whole yeah. of who you are. That's Absolutely. really powerful. Yeah. I, I always say, well, some people, you know, find out easy ways. I had to break my spine and get put in prison. So, <laughs> God had to knock a little harder. Wow. <laughs> Achiever. <laughs> right. Wow. So, okay. So th- we're almost at the end of the year. Anything else you want to share? Like the international business. I'm curious. Yes. Now you you going to you, you just told me that yes. you're not going to be available because you're going to <laughs> Italy. And I had mentioned to you, you know, Laura, our co-host, her teen queen, she's in Italy right now. She's going to be returning soon. I always, once every four or five months, because we have a commercial you know, for her restaurant, her, her, her family's restaurant in Bologna. You mentioned Teen Sports Radio, get a free appetizer. Yeah. <laughs> and the mother, <laughs> Says. <laughs> Put down and, the access book. So they, have, <laughs> they have someone who who asked, 
who I went into the restaurant and said, hey, I heard you on the radio show. <laughs> yes. Right? So, so I think I'll make a drop visit. So Keely and I are leaving in March, and we're going to be going and doing a nine-day recon because I'm. Um, it's called uh, Athena Adventures, and it's the new segment of my business. And I'm super excited, so I'm taking a group of eight women in October of 2020 to Tuscany. Um, that's after I actually got invited to f- um, climb the highest mountain in Europe with a Russian team. So um, lots of things going on. <laughs> Always. Oh, wow. Just throw that in there. Oh my God! So you're gonna do that? I I I am I'm, I'm going to try my hardest. I really want to. It's an 18.5. Mountain, so Mount Ulbrus in uh, southern Russia. Wow. So, wow. So, why they, they need a token American or what? Like, they do what? actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go, go on that So I met them. I met them in Fiji. They were they were one of the teams, one of the sixty six teams, and I just really befriended them over there. I helped them out a lot, and they're just incredibly nice. And they would like me to go down, and they're doing an expedition, and go along and I guess help. Can you can you explain? I mean, it's something unusual that people who haven't climbed a mountain before. I've climbed Mount Baldy. That's my that's my claim to fame. Um, if you haven't, climbed I've climbed up Puente. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Puente, that is. <laughs> if you haven't climbed a mountain, you don't understand why people are compelled to do this. So can you help explain why people climb mountains? Yes. Yeah. Well, I can explain for myself why I climb mountains. Um, for me, it's really about the journey along the way. I meet incredible people that I go with. And um, it's always been I'm, I'm kind of that adrenaline person. But as I've gotten older... I love the journey of it. I love meeting people and different cultures. And to me, that's why I've started my business uh, is really to just reach out and be able to go, wow, what an incredible journey this really is right here and now. So, And I have to say, if you want to time travel, go climb a mountain because the next day you will feel like you are 80 years old. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh. Yeah. Well, hats off to you. Put your hands together. Oh, Heather. See, it's one thing about being a co-host on this show. You can come and go, whatever. You'll always be like that emeritus. What you, it's emeritus, right? Is that the Latin word for you, you're never leaving me? I don't know. <laughs> Latin for never leave Erica. Emeritus. Stop giving me smooshy signs. All right. I'm leaving now. I'm leaving now, Dr. G. Let's take, let's take a break. We've got Ed Langlow. We've got Ed Langlow. Everyone's, what's that sign? I don't know. It's an alien sign. We have Ed Langlow after these messages. Son of our Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. One of the better. I mean, all the all the shows. I love every part of it, but I do. I know there's something about you. I kind of like need a blanket, a nice cup of cup of chocolate. Oh, Here we go. So I'm talking. It got me into the Waltons. <laughs> just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, da 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 da. It's awesome. No, okay. The- um, what, you have your segment. Are we ready? Well, I'd like to say a few things okay. uh, about the Elks Lodge to start with, okay. and then we can do If Only I'd Known. So uh, my better half, Terry Conrad, is a member of the Elks and volunteers to do their public relations. So uh, we would uh, first like to encourage people to join the Elks 
and they are currently looking for someone to do social media as an intern. So any college students, anybody that's savvy with social media, Facebook, that kind of thing, we need some help. We're too old to know how to do that stuff. <laughs> so, so, so the Elks is uh, uh, benevolent order of the Elks. It's right in their name. They, everything that they do pretty much is a fundraiser for somebody. We do the vintage car and classic a uh, travel trailer show called uh, Groovin' in the Grove. That's uh, the last Saturday in July, and that is a fundraiser for our local veterans. They just finished the Holiday Bazaar, which was a, f- a Christmas fundraiser for children with disabilities. So if you're considering joining the Elks, just go to, uh, it's what, elks.org? Is there uh yeah, elks.org is their website. So if you can go to that, get information, get a phone number. And we're in the process of putting together social media blitz to, in, to mostly to round up new membership, get some young blood in there. So if only I'd known. <laughs> <laughs> so if only I'd known is a mentor's moment with the teens here in the studio, as well as those listening into the show. If only I'd known when I was young how much habits would affect my life. When I was told we were creatures of habit, my take was, so we get in the habit of things sometimes, so what? As I got older, I watched some of my friends get in the habit of smoking cigarettes, which became more of an addiction to nicotine, and I watched some of them endure horrendous battles trying to quit, and I watched two of them endure a slow death from lung cancer. So we get addicted to habits or, or things sometimes. So what? Wasn't holding up too well anymore. Our lives are brimming with habits. Traits, rituals, and in the worst case, addictions are born from habits. We start by trying something. If we try it enough times, that thing becomes a habit. I'd say when you try something is the time to consider whether it's going to be a good habit or a bad habit. If cigarettes are what you're trying, that bad habit can become an addiction to nicotine. Good time to stop trying them. They damn sure won't help your sports game. Try to develop your willpower early because if you get in the habit of smoking cigarettes, snorting coke, using opioids, or even gambling, you can become addicted. That kind of addiction will change your life for you. Habits usually have stimulants or or a stimulus Uh, like as soon as you get out of school you reach for that e-cigarette the best way to break habits is to replace them with another habit like in place of that vaping pipe in your pocket put a pack of gum in there and right when you get out of school start chewing a stick of that gum Uh, One experience that I had, and that I'll always remember, and this is on a little lighter note, was I was going to McDonald's around 9.30 one morning for a cup of coffee. I saw a sausage McMuffin and decided I'd try one. For the next few days, I stopped by for another, (laughs) and then another. (laughs) Then one day, I had work to do in the office, so I couldn't get to McDonald's for my sausage McMuffin. (laughs) So I sat at my desk amazed at how bad I wanted a cup of coffee and that sausage <laughs> McMuffin. I think I felt what Dr. Frankenstein was subjected to when he said, what monster have I created? <laughs> Experts say it takes three to six weeks to develop a habit, but it scared me a little bit because in just a few days, 
I had developed that strong habit. Uh, habits can be good, like lifting weights every other day or jogging on the beach. You might even want to push yourself to do positive things so they become habits. Some habits we get into are just neutral things like taking the same route to school every day, day after day after day, and then one day you're going somewhere else on the same street and you take the turn off to go to school. <laughs> ah, come on, Erica, you've done it. I call that an intelligent car. That's, <laughs> that's called a capture error. Capture errors usually aren't a bad thing. They just are an example of how our lives are riddled with habits. But studies have shown that capture errors by air traffic controllers can be disastrous. Just be aware of your habits, good and bad. Promise you this, if you work on forming good habits like eating healthy foods, maybe picking up after yourself, and avoid the ones that aren't so good, like texting while you're driving or too much alcohol, you'll live a much healthier and more successful life for it. Listen in next time when we'll be talking about how important good communications is. Oh, we like that one. Yeah. <laughs> like good communication. You know, um, an un, it's a strange, mm, a slightly unusual habit that I started two years ago. I read some book. I make my bed every morning. Mm. That seems like, oh, come on, that's so normal. How it can that possibly? Yes, mm -hmm. it does. It mm -hmm. really affects my day. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually loving it. <laughs> because I actually once saw on this like, Good Morning show, and I've kept it with me forever because I, too, make my bed. But then on this morning show, they had a psychologist or someone on there and they said you know it's very important not to make your bed every day because of the the germs, it needs right? to get air the germs in the bed and so I use that excuse now when I don't make it I go I'm letting it air out today when I make my bed I actually fold the comforter back and open up the sheets because I heard that too that you actually need to air yeah. out your bed so that's takes that's all how day, we though, takes all day well, I, it's funny you said that too because I just stayed, started dating this guy and I was like well I gotta get him in the habit of making the bed so we do it together as Aww. this ritual and it's really a sweet ritual to do together it is it is so my husband for over 20 years there's no making the bed together <laughs> well I'm, I'm new at this <laughs> good to wash dishes and pick up the trash too <laughs> that's awesome Do you, I wanted you shared a story earlier this week I don't know if you even again kind of connect with me right now so we have two minutes you want to talk about it real fast because yeah. then we have Emily to close out the show and I love what you were sharing before yeah. so I, I ran across this uh, friend of ours uh, shared it on a, a internet story it was a, a story about an older woman she was uh, 70 she'd lost her sight so she's blind and her husband had died so the family was moving her into like a friendship manner and it, moving her into a safer place for her to be and so she was moving from a house into a, a one room and she was waiting in the hallway for the attendant to finish arranging her belongings so she has a walker and and she's blind right so she walks into the room and the first thing she says is oh it's so wonderful i love it and the attendant looked at her and said 
how can you say that? You, I mean, you can't see it and you haven't even like felt around and been introduced to the room. How can you say that? And so this is this part of the story. This is a true story. The, the elderly woman explained to him, it's my attitude of mind. I decided very young in life that I would treat all things as though they were good and that I would choose to be happy no matter what. So I knew that I was happy about this room when I woke up this morning. I don't need anyone to do anything to make me happy. I choose to be happy. And mm-hmm. and the the person who was helping her was just so grateful for that story. Mm-hmm. And she said to him, look, if you can keep your stresses low, keep your worries mm-hmm. to a minimum, mm-hmm. choose to be happy, mm-hmm. expect less, give more, mm-hmm. you have a happy life. Yeah. Remember, remember two things. Happiness is a state of mind, and nothing that happens to you in your life has any meaning except the meaning that you give it. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Well, is that in two weeks? Gonna, let's talk about that in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Got communication next week. If yeah. only I'd known when I was young. Only if you knew. <laughs> <laughs> Got to talk it to in the present. All right. So I'm so glad that you shared that, Dominique, too. And it made me think today, I, I have to give a, a shout out to this guy, Bob, and actually Quinn at the, I played at an MTD uh, Christmas party today. This guy, Bob, is completely blind. And he, we hadn't planned for him to come up and play. And he just got up with us and he started playing. He had a kazoo and he had a guitar. He didn't, he couldn't see any of the music in front of him. And oh my gosh, he just started bringing out the music that was inside of him and it was just incredible and I think that that speaks to what you were saying because it didn't matter that he had the music or knew he just belted it out and everybody started joining in he couldn't see it he could and got his kazoo out and that's somebody who knows happiness that knows somebody who who knows happiness so we're going to continue with you after these short messages this is Erica Saldo we'll be back with more This is the Santa Barbara <laughs> Teen Sports Radio Show. This is you. Nobody was here, and we don't, t- you know, we don't, we don't uh, record the breaks. But it was a great break. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's going to get greater now because Emily's going to finish up the show. We got, I don't know, eight days before Christmas. So I hope you all out there, you know, pre-planned and you know, just uh, save uh, whole space for everybody out there driving yeah. and whatnot, and, yeah. and just just go around. You see somebody, you know, give them a hug. Help them out. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I love finishing the show with whatever you're going to say because I don't know what you're going to say. Never know. But I, I love what you got on your head. I'm going to take a picture and it's going to go on our ears. Facebook page. She's like a little deer. Okay. All right. Uh, well, actually, girlfriend. <laughs> actually, I'm going to have um, Krim end the show today because I'm so happy to have him on here. And I just think I, I need to pick your brain a little bit because I want you to share with these kids. Like, if you were going to give them just one piece of advice like you would say you know what this is the thing that is I, I would just tell you to make it or break it you know like what is it what is it that they need to hear that's a, to- that's a good one alright I've got two things in light of how we started the conversation with stress like don't stress because at the end of the day little things just don't matter if you F up over here or over there it just 
doesn't matter. You give it your all. It's it's what attitude and what you do with things. That's what matters. And then the second thing is piggybacking off what Ed said. You will become your habits. So if you smoke every day, that's who you're going to turn into. If you work out every day and work hard and are healthy, you will be healthy and you'll be happy. So habits are everything. And awesome. And how can uh, people get a hold of you or get the access card so that That's they can... That's a good question. I would go to Instas for the younger folks. Go to Instagram and follow <laughs> Access or just download the app and check it out. Have your yes. parents buy you one. That way you can <laughs> go out and go to McConnell's and get two for one and <laughs> run around right. town and have some fun. All so right. thank you. Yeah, awesome. All right. So my final thing is thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you to Erica and everybody on Teen Sport Radio. And uh, yeah, let's just... Just believe in ourselves and make this an amazing, amazing holiday season full of love. So nice. So oh, then yeah. we have a special surprise. You want to tell me your little Christmas gift to him since you brought him out today? Oh, my little Christmas gift. Oh, <laughs> for the, the commercial? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so for coming <laughs> yeah. out today, hey. you get your own commercial more than this commercial <laughs> sweet and yeah. she's not even drinking energy drinks right now right? <laughs> no it's the ear it's the antlers <laughs> awesome thank you yeah. my pleasure we, I, I have become the access I when we go to the um, educated car which I had no idea because I really never used it she whips out the access card and we get the best car wash for the the least amount of money well that they had me at the car wash. <laughs> so now I love taking the cars to get them washed. I don't have to think about car wash. And I just love whipping out that car wash <laughs> access card. And there's a lot of people with a lot of fancy cars that I thought, that's just, I, I, I lean in. It's kind of like, my son would say Armani, okay, if he leaned into somebody, okay. But I would say, <laughs> I go access card. <laughs> so it's like, yep. I am the access queen now. I, and then I started looking, you know, thumbing through the book. And I love the glossiness of the paint. I don't I never looked at it. I was just throw it off to the side. Yeah. So I don't know why it took me to 2019. I have like five at my house for 2020. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, weird. We I am like one. the access book queen <laughs> because yeah, I can't one. tell. The, I can't tell the kids no. Yeah, so no. Well, they go, Nana, we, well, can you? I thought your son. Does your son sell it? Does Jackson sell it? He he was supposed to, but the younger kids that call yeah. me Nana. They sell them, and so yeah. I only do the elementary schools right, right now. That's what we do. Junior high came too late, and I said, Jackson, sorry, I already bought like five. I don't <laughs> no, we like them. Yeah, yeah. So we do. We give them as gifts, yeah. and we use them as white elephant kids. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. Everybody fights for them. It's true. Right. So, Barbara, we close out our show. It's almost here. Um, just stay true to yourself. Uh, make somebody happy today. Um, and don't worry about anybody on the road. I've been in a lot of cars this last week. I'm like, okay, it's going to be okay. <laughs> so uh, stay safe. God bless. See you next week. Mother,